Today, we explore the consciousness of water. Hi, it's Cheryl Sitz, welcoming you back to another episode of Exploring Possibilities. Since 2012, we've been podcasting uplifting, empowering, holistic conversations, all designed to help you remember who you are. You can find all of these at journeyofpossibilities.com. New shows airing on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, other popular podcast platforms, and youtube.com slash Cheryl Sitz. If you enjoy learning and growing with us, please show us a little love. Donate what you can to our efforts to keep the show going at journeyofpossibilities.com slash support. And we'll be right back with Patrick Durkin. Hi, I'm Mario Rosales. I am the producer of Exploring Possibilities. I actually do IT work. I do website design. I do uh, remote support. You know, one of the things that I've been having recently, I've been working with people that are on Wix and At the beginning, even I had the idea that Wix wasn't that powerful. But as I started working with it, I found out that there is so much more in there that we are not taking advantage of. We're not taking advantage of its database functionality. We're not taking advantage of their autoresponders. And a lot of this comes included for free in some of their packages. I've learned the system very well to the point that I can train you on how to do it. Or if you ask me to do some complicated task, I can design it for you within Wix. Then after I'm done, I give you the training on how to use it. And then if you have any troubles, you can always call me. Thank you. I am Mario Rosales, and you can reach me at MarioRosales.com. Let me help you out wherever I can. Thanks. As a financial advisor for 18 years, Patrick Durkin learned that success with money does not equal a satisfying life. Called to make a difference for people and the planet, he left his first career to found the Wellness Enterprise Incorporated and create a solution to the plastic water bottle problem. Researching traditional filters, Patrick learned about the chemistry of water and then the physics of water through structured water devices. He experienced how sacred geometry, vortexing, and precious gems can naturally revitalize, energize, and purify water. You can find him online at thewellnessenterprise.com, and he joins us now. Hey, Patrick. Hey, Cheryl. I'm so excited to be with you. Thanks. I appreciate you coming on to talk about such an exciting and relevant topic. We all need more water. We're almost all dehydrated, and what we're doing to try and get more water is not necessarily the best direction. I loved your book. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, thanks so much. It's it's been an interesting dur- journey to um to find out that when you start focusing on water it just goes deeper and deeper and deeper and it's I think it's infinite. Yes, it is. And and we need to be drinking the best version of it because we are so much water. And I like how you started out to solve the plastic problem and then just dove into, as you say, a never-ending education around water. I still have friends that use plastic water bottles. If If you had two minutes, like an elevator pitch, to get them to stop doing that or to reconsider that, what do you say to somebody that you find out is still using plastic water bottles? Well... You know, it's it's been a while since I started this journey, so it's it's kept getting deeper and deeper and deeper. And so I used to approach that question with um, with something that might just respond to the plastic bottle issue. But it's just everything's gotten so much more connected for me now as my consciousness has changed. I can't help but see the world through oneness. And when I look at the world through oneness and I look at the trash that's going out into the ocean and going into the food supply and coming back into our bodies. And I look at the, um, the waste of carbon that gets put into uh, the environment because we're bottling uh, water up. 
And when I look at the imbalances in the earth and I see sinkholes and um, different things where different communities are losing access to their water as a big multinational pumps it out of there, it's like, we need to look in the mirror and say, am I going to make decisions from now on based on a lie of convenience that has been shown to me and embedded in me? And I've I've come to think it's okay to use the plastic bottle. Or am I just going to stop and say, I'm not going to be part of the problem anymore. And I'm sure in the rest of the interview, we'll get into the health benefits of water that comes from your tap and that is structured and all that kind of stuff. But just in terms of our way of life, I can't sit back and be part of it anymore and not speak boldly that this convenience thing that we've swallowed is running us into the ground. We're running ourselves into the ground with it. We need to stop. I completely agree. And I think a lot of it is, is truly ignorance. We do buy into, well, it's, that, it's this easy to grab and go, and I don't have time to worry about all that. Well, we need to make the time. We really need to reprioritize what we're making important. So I agree with you wholeheartedly. Thank you for that. I liked where you, in the introduction to your book, talked about how we've come to focus on what we need to take out of our water. You know, I, I just want to get the, the bad stuff out of there and get the chlorine out of there and get all that out. Of there. So speak to that because you really do a good job in your book of laying out. Here's what's wrong with that philosophy. <laughs> yeah, it, um, we're, we're sold so many bills of goods. I, I don't know. I, I have four kids. I don't know how many parents feel friction about what's taught and how many people see the conflicts between what our medical doctors are taught in schools that are paid for and subsidized um, by pharmaceutical companies, what our children are taught that's systematized, it's not what teachers want to teach. We're, we're taught all these ways of thinking, and these ways of thinking are not about our empowerment. They're not about um, teaching us to understand how to move ourselves or the human life forward. So one of the biggest lies is that we're, we're not taught who we are. We're not taught that we are eternal beings, that we, <clears throat> that we are part of a state of oneness, that we're all connected, that our consciousness connects everyone and everything and that everything has consciousness. Inside of thinking about the world from oneness, I've come to the, the conclusion that there's no such thing as over there. Where would over there be? I'm part of all of it. So if I thought there was an over there that let thousands of tons of plastic get built up in the oceans, um, then, then I would have to compartmentalize my consciousness. I would have to um, divide from the truth of who I am. I would have to hold a less than mentality of life. It doesn't, it doesn't make any sense to me anymore. We are all connected. We're connected to ourselves and to the earth. And so when you talk about removing things from water, right at the start of that conversation, remove is a false premise. So how about we start, instead of going at water from fear-based removal thinking, we start looking at what are the properties of water? How does water act? What is water when it's in its most life-supporting state? And what could we do to allow the water to be at its most vibrant place so that it could support us and support all of life. So for those of us that aren't necessarily science majors and chemistry experts, can you simplify 
your explanation of what that looks like in terms of how we go from what we're taking out of our water to restructuring it so that what is unhealthy for us is no longer prominent and what is healthy for us and beneficial for us is what we're taking in. Sure. So the, um, the, the timing on that really couldn't be any better because it's um, just last week that we had a test that bridged this gap that is replicable and anybody can, can go out there and do it for themselves and see the results. So first off, the first thing people should understand is unless they've gone down a rabbit hole with water and really gotten themselves educated on structured water, then all the vocabulary and all the questions that are in their head that they would know to ask are based in chemistry. And that's all based in the removal technology. And the removal technology is all based in profiteering based on selling filters that take things out of water that use up the filters that um, then become replaceable cartridges that perpetuate business. So that, that whole vocabulary around removal is chemistry as the science. The science of water structuring is physics. So rather than removing something, we're transforming something. We're going with the assumption that water can fix itself when, in, when exposed to the right things. And, you know, when people talk about the importance of water, they frequently cite how much water there is in the human body and how prevalent water is on the planet. But I like to look at some other type of concepts. Like I've noticed that if I take a drop of water and I put it on my countertop and leave it there, that it will disappear. And it's not that that drop of water became extinct or that it's gone. It's that it has transformed itself into the air and rejoined oneness. So water transforms itself very easily and we can observe this in nature. So back to the test result, typically it's thought that when you're in the transformational science of physics, you don't get a change in the measurement of chemistry. But last week, we took water from a well in Gilroy, California. There is a lot of historical agricultural toxicity in that area, a lot of pesticides. And you can find a, um, a pretty high dose of nitrites, which are um, toxic in the water. So in our before test, we took well water in Gilroy, California, and we measured the nitrites and there were nine parts per million of nitrates in the water. Then we ran the water through one of our aqua energizer devices. And these are structured water devices that have been on the market less than six months. We just, they just came into being. And we ran the water through this device and the nitrates went from nine parts per million to zero parts per million. So theoretically in the, in the past, in the industry of structured water, that's not supposed to be provable. That's not supposed to happen. But we actually proved that structured wa structuring water through an aqua energizer removes toxins from water. So now we're getting the transformation and the removal at the same time. And to tell the full story, another part of that test measured nitrates, which is a um, fertilizer form of nitrites it's the version that plants use to grow. And the nitrates with an A were increased by about the same amount, but the nitrites disappeared. And so 
we, we can call this a story of removal, the nitrites disappeared, or we can call it a story of transformation. But either way, we finally bridged the scientific gap and made it, um, made it simple and replicable for people to see the transformational properties of structured water devices. That is very cool. And for those that are listening that maybe this is too sciencey, you also do a wonderful job in your book of telling the story of, of a conference, right, that you were at, that you uh, worked with the water for some of the attendees and how that changed for them through their behavior as well as what you could test. You want to share that sure. with the listener? Yeah, I'd be happy to. So what we actually did there was um, we had a conference that met uh, every quarter. And one of the people there had a uh, live blood analysis um, microscope. And so what we did was we worked with the hotel to change the water at the hotel before everybody arrived so that our whole party would only be given structured water. And then we asked people as they arrived, hey, have you ever had structured water? Do you drink it every day? Uh, now. And for people that said no, we said, well, would you like to see the impact of structured water in your blood? And they said, of course, I'd love to. So we took them when they arrived uh, upstairs and we measured their blood and uh, showed it to them. And then we asked them to simply participate in the conference. Um, and over the next couple of days, they were drinking structured water. And then we took them back upstairs and measured their blood again. And the woman who was doing the microscopy, she had been doing this for 11 years and her health outcomes were always to prescribe nu nutritional interventions with people. She'd tell people to eat different foods or take different supplements to get their blood moving again. And what she said to me was, Patrick, the results that we saw in 48 hours of people drinking structured water were better than the best 30 days of nutritional protocols I've ever seen in 11 years. So just two days on structured water is better than 30 days on the food and supplements she's been recommending. So, you know, pretty simple study and, you know, amazing result. Yeah, the proof was in the results, right? Tell me a little about some of the benefits that you mostly hear back from people that change to structured water. Well, this is kind of an interesting one because I don't think there, there are many CEOs that are more hands-on than I am. So I get the privilege of speaking to thousands of people one-on-one uh, -on -one about their water and their hydration and what happens in their lives. And what's fascinating is I never have any idea what's going to happen for somebody when they get structured water in their life. Um, it, it ranges from at the, at the worst end of the spectrum to, you know, the least noticed end of the spectrum would be something like, uh, I don't notice anything. I like water more now. And no, I don't want to take advantage of your money back guarantee. And I always laugh at that one. I was like, well, if you like water now, usually that means they're drinking more. That's really all, that's all we could ask for. Um, so we have people start liking water. We have people experience changes in their um, urination and in their and their digestion and the way their body seems to be running, there can be like an ad adjustment process. We have some people, um, very small percentage, I'd say one percent or less, that experience detoxification reactions when they first get the water, and that's easily mitigated by just 
coming onto the structured water more slowly. And I think the important thing to notice from that is it shows us that when you change the water or the operating system in a body to structured water, things happen. Um, some people get a lot more blissed out and a lot more sensitive to it right away. Um, you can have people um, um, feel better emotionally. I think that comes from better hydration. You can have people um, have different sleep cycles and feel more aligned with circadian rhythms. And then, you know, at the, at the I don't know if this is the other end of the spectrum, I'm not sure it's linear, but at the end of things that I, I get most excited about is some people just have these massive consciousness experiences with them. Like I remember going to an event once and handing one of my uh, devices to somebody and she started crying. And I said, what happened? And she said, well, I've been achieving this really amazing place in my meditations and just holding your device took me there instantly. And so some people have experiences like that. Some people feel their um, third eye open up and start pulsing. Um, for me, it's blossomed all the way to I feel fully connected to an infinite sea of consciousness and that I can now focus my intention as a being on really any topic and get information about a topic that isn't, how do I describe this? It's like I get information that I didn't learn and that's not a conclusion from something I've learned it's just like an injection of information that there would be no reason to think I got it other than that I focused on it and asked for it and it showed up. That's the part that amazes me the most and has me feel the most safe and comfortable in my life. It makes sense when we think about how much of, uh, of ourselves is water and the fact that you are transforming that segment of the human body into something that's a better conduit for consciousness. Just through what you're doing. Talk to me a little bit about where you say you're using precious gems and sacred geometry and vortex. And can you tell me a little bit about the device itself? Sure. Well, the, um, the aqua energizers, which are the new ones are really the, um, the state of the art. We're making them with, um, copper crystals chosen from a mine in Brazil, particularly for how they resonate with water. And then we coat the outside of the devices with a plant resin and uh, ormus. And the ormus starts as seawater, actually has um, morning dew and ashes mixed into it. And um, it, it carries the trace mineral information that we need. And so what happens when the water pours through the copper over the crystals is that it spins in a vortex and for those who haven't contemplated a vortex before, mathematicians say that the spin inside a vortex is infinitely fast. And being fascinated with this myself, I've noticed that when I walk in the ocean, like thigh deep, that vortexes spin off my leg. And that when I start seeing those vortexes and then I start looking at waves, I become aware that there's an infinite number of infinitely fast spinning vortexes right within just a short number of feet around me. So we get that vortex spin that I think opens up water to an infinite potential. And then we have the, um, the imprinting 
of the mineral information available so that your cells get that, um, that nutritional information as the water brings it in. And, you know, I'm, I'm not highly scientific myself, but I certainly interviewed a lot of people and talked to a lot of people about that. But what, what I understand from that is that's how our RNA gets the information to make the highest version of our DNA that's possible now. And so when we talk about wanting to be healthy and well in this current environment that's so toxic, our air, our water, our everything, having water that is coming through copper and crystals and minerals and having all that information there is one of the important keys to, to being the best version of ourselves. And since there's no filters, there's nothing to replace. So basically you buy this device, which is how big? Um, it's, it's pretty small. The whole house unit is about um, from an elbow to uh, the end of the fist. So about 15, 16 inches and about as wide as, as a forearm. And then a smaller device is only about seven inches long and one inch wide. So they're really um, easy to install and easy to carry around. And um, they're, they're quite small and, and convenient to work with. And they last forever? It's just I buy that device and that's the only device I ever need? Cheryl, can you imagine being a guy who set out to rid the world of plastic bottles and you end up finding a solution that people buy once and they never break down, they never wear out? I'm so excited about these. Um, the, the new devices under the name Aqua Energizer that, that have just come into existence, um, those ones, when we were making them, I told the scientists, my goal is that when people buy one of these, that it lasts for 200 years or more. Like I want something permanent. And he says, you got it. That's what we're going after. So I don't know if they're going to last 200 years or not. I don't know if anybody would know, but um, they are engineered to last a lifetime. And there's results that these take out all the different, you know, heavy metals and, or, or that it, the water is trans, uh, Syria, I'm still saying take out. What about all the things that we've been programmed not to put into our bodies? Are they transmuted or what happens? Isn't that great, Cheryl? You just demonstrated for our audience perfectly. When we go to make a question about this, and this is in our area of focus, even if we studied it a little bit, we're still stuck thinking chemistry. That's just, that's just how it is. We've been programmed. It, it's, it's amazed me when people from different continents would call me and they would ask the questions in their own native accent or whatever, but it'd be the same basic question. That's when I realized the power of marketing and the power of industries. But anyway, the, the concept that we're teaching people is that water cleans itself. If you look at nature and how humans spew toxins, you have, um, if, if nature was unable to clean some of it itself, we'd have nothing but toxins anywhere because of the, the power of pollution that human beings have created. So nature cleans through vortex spin and through movement. And so that's what we're doing with these devices. Now, that science that I referred to earlier, that recent test that we did, it's the first time that we've been able to have a simple replicable test that shows that the toxins that you're asking about are actually removed slash transformed through it. So to be full and complete in, you know, an honest disclosure of the answer to the 
question that I think you're asking. No, we don't have laboratory tests that say we've removed every toxin. We have a new test that shows we've transformed one and that it was removed. And so what this is often a very hard topic for people where they stumble on the toxins part of water and then they never get to the consciousness part because they're, they're so busy trying to remove that they don't realize that when water's alive, that's what makes water safest. So what I encourage people to do is to experiment with structured water for yourself first before making any decisions about whether you think you need to remove anything or not. The only time I would remove, meaning use chemistry with water, is if water has a really horrible smell that is not alleviated with a structuring device. Some smells are alleviated with structuring devices. Or if water had a really horrible taste that was not alleviated. If one of those two conditions were present, then I think filtering can be an option. However, it's not a one-and-done permanent decision. So, for example, I moved into this new uh, rental house on City Water in Lubbock, Texas, about four months ago. And for the first couple of weeks that I was here, um, and this is a pattern that has been replicated at other houses I've been at, I didn't think the water was very good. And then after I got the water running through the structuring device and back down the drain and out and around the property for a, a couple of weeks, I started to feel like the water was really good. And now that I've been here a couple of months, I think this water's phenomenal, um, really, really phenomenal. So there's an energy field that builds and the best way to experience that isn't to take my word for it, it's to ex experience it for yourself. And so if people think they need a filter and they can tolerate starting with the structuring device first, they might find out that they don't need the filter, which would free them of a lifetime of buying filters and allow them a lifetime of water that's energetic and revitalized. I love how you bring the conversation back to the energized piece. So I think of Emoto's work with the water and those studies. How does this correlate with that? Well, Emoto's work, I think, was, um, was brilliant for opening our eyes. Emoto took water and figured out how to make an image of the energy of water. And so what he showed us is, you know, water that has the word love on it or that hears uh, Beethoven's music makes a water crystal that is gorgeous and water that is exposed to hate or heavy metal uh, has water crystal photographs that are, um, that are really distorted and chaotic. And so he opened our eyes with photographs, which was a really important part of this. And I would say that was one of the precursors to this industry taking shape and really coming on. You know, if we go back to its roots, say, 100 years ago in the work of Victor Schauberger, a naturalist in the Austrian Alps, we have the discoveries of the energy of water being found, but we don't have the way to bring it into a modern home. And so if you, if you move through the generations, we, we finally get to like 2013 when Dr. Jerry Pollack from the head of the bioengineering department at the University of Washington, published a book called The Fourth Phase of Water. 
And one of the concepts that he explains in that book is that um, water acts like a battery. And it's not just uh, liquid and ice and steam, but there's this fourth phase, this structured water. He calls it uh, H3O2 or easy water. And that has to do with the energetics of water. So Dr. Emoto and Dr. Pollock um, and others have opened the door toward understanding water and understanding that it's got this whole energetic aspect. The structured water de devices are the manifestation in a modern life. They're, they're how we get that living energy into our homes is through a structuring device. And over the years, my company has sold a number of products that have been specifically measured by the Emoto process and the water crystals that have been a result of those processes have been gorgeous. And we think that's a meaningful test and we'll be doing so with the aqua energizers too. Um, they're just so new that we haven't gotten one to their lab yet, but, but we're going to, and um, we're really thankful that Emoto opened that door. That's fascinating. So we started out talking about convenience, which has driven a billion-dollar industry of water bottles and plastic bottles and, and contaminated the planet and all this stuff. So let's take the conversation back there. If I'm a busy, on-the-go person and I want good water that will actually contribute to my consciousness and my well-being and my vitality, is this a portable device? Can I take this with me and go? Yeah. Yeah. You know, what, what I do is I, um, I fill up my first container of water in, uh, at night. So that when I get up in the morning, I can get up and start hydrating. And then as it depends on your lifestyle, right? If you work at home, you just put one under your sink or on your whole house and, and you're good to go. But if you leave the house, then as your day progresses, you need to know where am I getting my next glass of water? And so it's not just filling the bottle you have, it's filling the next one that's going to keep you hydrated. So we have portable devices and those are the most popular ones. People take them and you can go to your office water cooler or a water fountain or you can, um, you know, any potable water you can you can fill up and, and do it that way. Um, for me, I never want to be dehydrated because I've learned that my emotions are really closely tied to staying hydrated. So if I'm on the go, I'm not going to be in a place where I'm sure that I'm going to be able to fill up my next container of water. I just fill a gallon glass bottle before I leave in the morning and throw that in my vehicle. And then if I get to the place where it's like, I don't know where water's coming from next, I just grab my bottle and pour from that. And I can structure it again through the portable device. The, the portable device um, fills a gallon of water very quickly. It's very easy to work with. And, um, and you can take them anywhere. They're durable and, and um, just kind of, they fit well into our lives. I think that's really important part of having a solution. This has been a great conversation. It's really given us a lot to look at and think about for ourselves and our lives and our bodies and our consciousness. And I appreciate so much you taking the time to be with us. Again, please give the website so that we can check this out for ourselves. Sure. It's thewellnessenterprise.com. Thewellnessenterprise.com. And thank you so much for having me, Cheryl. Oh, it's been my pleasure. And is there a parting thought that you would like to leave the listener with today? Um, yeah, I, um, I've discovered through figuring out that some part of the truth of who I am, 
that water is one of the most important aspects of life. And by focusing my attention on that, I've gotten way more than I ever could have bargained for out of it. And so I invite them to um, let my research and my experience make a difference for them, that it might just open the door a crack to them seeing the importance of water, not just as something that you hydrate with, but as something that can impact all aspects of your life. And if they can join me in the in the discovery process and, and the introspection process to find out what's true for them and engage together as a, as a civilization around water, I think special things might be available to us, but we won't know until enough of us put our focus on it. So I invite you to meet me there. Thank you so much. And can I anticipate that we can find on your website more information about this brand new test that's out that you were discussing? Absolutely. If you if you go look for the Aqua Energizers, um, we are um, constantly publishing on them. We're learning about them all the time, and uh, we will do our best job to update um, the website and keep the information there as soon as it comes out. Excellent. I'll be checking that out as well. Thank you so much for joining us today. My pleasure. Thanks, Cheryl. Take care. You too. And thank you for listening to the show. Let us know what you think at journeyofpossibilities.com and be sure and show us some love while you're there. And we'll see you next time on Exploring Possibilities.